live from our respective apartments, it's Just Meaningful Plastic. Here are the hosts and judges, Katie Clay Norber and Chris Stockham Goodman. Chris, welcome back to the podcast. It is another week of Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective podcast. Ladies' night is up. Here we go. <laughs> oh, yes. It's ladies' night. The feeling's right. Are those the right words? I don't know. To what song? Haven't you heard that? Like, oh, yes, it's ladies' night. And the... it's like a disco song. I'm not oh, making this up, right? Famously, I'm very familiar with disco. Well, I don't know a lot of disco, but I am gay, so... <laughs> Yeah, so there's you've got that going for you. Um, Ladies' Night is indeed a disco song by Cool and the Gang. I feel like I know them. Oh, know yes, it's Ladies' Night and the feeling's right. I was right the whole time. Good job, Chris. You're a freaking genius. Thank you. A lyrical god. <laughs> Just call me... I was trying to make some way to reference uh, that they talked about Tony nominee Harold Wheeler in this episode, but I have no way. I don't. I'm trying to think, what's that one where it's like, just call me angel of the morning, angel. (laughs) Isn't that a song? That's a song, but I don't know what it's called. But uh, producer Chris is back. Let's keep researching uh, live on pod. Just call me Angel of the Morning. Just call me Angel of the Morning. Angel of the Morning is a popular song written by Chip Taylor. It's been recorded by many artists, most famously Juice Newton. Um, I don't know if that means that's the version you know. Uh, Who knows? God only knows. Which is a song by the Beach Boys. Okay. Um, (laughs) Okay, enough! Enough about these. What are we doing? (laughs) Remember when we said we wouldn't not talk about the show for 10 minutes? (laughs) (laughs) You know, we've never claimed to be good at this. Sometimes I'm like, (laughs) do we just spend the first 10 minutes, like, trying not to, like, we like this show. I don't know why we go on these preambles and, like, pull off talking about it. Like, we're doing, we're just doing, we're doing friendly banter. We're bantering oh, friendly. Oh, you're so friendly. <laughs> so it is ladies' night. It is Tuesday, March 18th, 2008. It is the second night of the premiere. Another 90 minutes as we meet the six women who will be dancing on season six. Woo-hoo! Katie, did you did you have to look these names up too? Yep. Any surprises? Anything you anything you learned? Uh, I forgot we had a tennis player. <laughs> did you remember that she was stabbed? Because they didn't talk about it in the episode. Um, the only reason I did is because I listened to our episode before I watched this one. And I remember. <laughs> um, yeah, I got to listen to you being like, oh my god, the Wikipedia page. It's the first <laughs> reference of she was stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope week two her package is about being stabbed. Yeah, give us the answers, Monica. <laughs> <laughs> 
the world wants to know the solution to this mystery that was solved long ago. Who stabbed you? <laughs> and why did they do it? No, I think we know why. We, we do know why. <laughs> She's not even first up. Our first woman to dance in season six is American Pie star Shannon Elizabeth with her partner Saint Derek Huff. They dance a cha-cha to Shut Up and Drive, a classic Rihanna song. Katie, did this get your engines going? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, to, to answer your question, no, it did not. I just, like, off the bat, I wasn't really jiving with this pairing. It's like, you know, we're introduced to her, we're introduced to Derek, and Derek is like, the beautiful girls tend to leave early. And I'm like, is that an insult to every woman who has made it far in this combat? Like, I just, I that comment really rubbed me the wrong way. The only reason it didn't for me is... And this is going to sound really mean. Shannon Elizabeth is somebody who at the time was famous basically for being beautiful. I mean, she was in American Pie and her whole role was like to be a sex symbol. I'm beautiful. Um, and so I think what Derek kind of meant was like the people who are famous exclusively for their looks the models, the actresses, basically just like the sex symbols don't tend to do well. So yeah. that's kind of how I took it. I was like, maybe Shannon should be offended that she's being told you're only famous because you're pretty. Um, yeah. But that's how I read it. Not anybody who made it far is uggo. It's ugly. <laughs> I've hated every contestant who's made it far in this combat. I was like, damn, Derek, calm down. And then also they had like a a bit in their package where she was like, I like flip-flops. Walking in high heels is so hard for me. Well, did and you I'm know like, that Shannon is a tomboy? Did you know that she's a tomboy? By the way, Katie, has Shannon mentioned yet today that she is a tomboy? Because she is a tomboy. Actress. You're telling me that you've never had to walk in heels ever? You're telling me? Every scene you were in, you were in flat shoes. Well, Katie, I don't know if you've heard this before. Is she a girly girl? No, she's a tomboy. And so oh, she probably hasn't oh. worn heels much because she's a tomboy. Oh, that makes it all I mean, better. the number of times they said that in this package, just... Of she's a tomboy. <laughs> It bothered me almost as much as when Derek said, I was a boy last season. I'm a man this season. And I was just like, oh, no. Yep. <laughs> so Shannon, Elizabeth, and Derek feeling really great. Um, <laughs> the dance, it's like, it was just stiff and mm -hmm. a little bit awkward to me. Mm -hmm. She was just incredibly stiff. I felt zero connection between them. I didn't feel any sort of like performing or emoting or confidence from her. Like I just felt nothing. I thought what made it seem awkward was that it was just so posy. Yeah. And I think a lot of that was because the judges said it and I was like, I'm glad they agreed. 
it lacked a lot of hips because her lower body seemed very disconnected from what her upper body was doing. She wasn't bending her legs. She was just kind of like essentially standing in place to hit a pose and then moving again. I said this about um, Adam where it just didn't feel like a dance. And it's like, I don't feel the same way about her, but that's kind of the same like phrasing that I want to use where it just didn't feel like a dance out there. Mm Mm-hmm. When she would hit a pose, I didn't feel like she was, like, expressive. And, like, I didn't feel like she hit it and she stuck it and she felt good about it. It's just, like, none of it clicked for me. Mm -hmm. It was a combination of moves. It was not a dance. Yeah. However, it did garner a jaunty... It it garnered a jaunty Seven from Len. Yeah. Which, of course, I was excited about, but I was like, ugh. I would have given it sixes. I, I would have maybe, I don't even, maybe not a five, but like I would not have given it a seven. And no. it started off the night too. So I'm like, you guys had to have really felt good about these sevens to set the bar there. Mm-hmm. It was all sevens from the judges for 21 out of 30. It, <laughs> yep. Yep. Next up, now we get to talk about the tennis player. We talk about Monica Sellis and her partner, Jonathan. I love Jonathan. (laughs) Okay, so her package was very, like, rough for a week one package. I don't Mm -hmm. feel like it was a great introduction to her because her package was very, like, tense and very, like she is not getting this she is not doing well this might not go well yes and i and it was a lot of her expressing i don't know what i signed up for i'm not sure i want to do this anymore which was uncomfortable and there was no like redeeming part to it like there was no because it didn't feel like they were just saying like oh i don't know what i got myself into it felt like legitimately i I think i'm doing i don't think i am going to be good at this i think i want to quit which was yikes it was off it was just it was such an odd introduction to her and i don't feel like we get a okay usually when you get a package like that it's for like master p but like she's committed to this like she's as far as it appears it appears that she's coming to everything and then the dance started and i just immediately was like oh no i understand why we got the package we did Mm -hmm. and just thinking about this from like a production standpoint it's the same thing as night one it's like why are we starting with these two dances I don't think Shannon's was as weak a start as Penn's. I do I think agree. I do think there were better ways to potentially start, but again, you want you know you want to start with a cha-cha, most likely. And yeah. so therefore the cha-chas you could start with are Marissa's, which I think the judge or the producers probably felt the judges were going to rate it more highly. Uh-huh than they did um but it would have like set a bar that they might have felt that nobody else could attain um and then marley do you want to start with what you're likely going to close the show with yeah so 
make it out what you will. I, I just think Monica, she has very long legs and they are giving her trouble because she's used to moving in tennis with power, with kind of, it, it basically, it doesn't have to be elegant. In this, she has to be graceful and she doesn't really have that. Um, I was a little surprised. How tall do you think Monica is? Maybe like six foot. She's only 5'10". Okay. And, and she looks taller than that. And she she looks like, well, she moves like she's taller than that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's It's clear like this is just out of her comfort zone and she needs a lot more time mm-hmm. than she had. It just was a very tense and awkward dance her neck was so tense it looked like he was dragging her when they were in hold like it it just i felt so bad for them like i couldn't even tell you what the story was with like the flowers or whatever because it just it it just did not work i think you liked it a lot less than i did because i mean it wasn't good Mm -hmm. but when they say we're like in a hold i didn't necessarily get being dragged along i didn't necessarily feel like oh she looked completely unsalvageable like yes she was clearly stiff and awkward but Mm -hmm. i saw the effort especially the effort towards something that is just coming so unnaturally for her It's just tough. I I liked her in the package. I really liked her light accent. I thought she came off as very genuine. It just mm-hmm. is clear like this is so out of her realm of comfort. I yes. know. I felt very I was like I just feel bad. Like I just wish that the dance I wish it would have looked like 2% more natural to her. Just mm-hmm. like anything other than how like painful it looked. Mm-hmm. So it gets them fives. It gets them a, st- a score of fifteen, and that felt accurate. Yeah, it makes me so mad because that makes me think I'm not going to get a lot of Jonathan this season. And I just every I forget how much I love him. We get it. You love Jonathan Roberts. If you were to do Dancing with the Stars, would you want Jonathan to be your partner? it's like maybe like okay I feel like a lot of the people who I would love to have as partners are people who are probably not really on the show anymore like I would love like Tristan I would love Jonathan um I would love Mark like I would love some of those people but like I'm also team Trayboon in this alleged like divorce feud that maybe exists maybe doesn't exist so like well the divorce definitely exists the divorce definitely happened but like I'm, like i'm team Trayboone, so like could i not be partners with jonathan out of respect for her i don't know i don't know solidarity yeah also when have we ever cared about the realm of time when we're talking about like oh if we were to do the show, well, I'd partner with somebody who isn't on it anymore. When have we cared about that? <laughs> we're talking about season six. Who's your dream partner then? <sighs> Ashley Costa? 
no, it's either Edita or the Traybone. With yeah. Cheryl Burke as like Okay. Easy other option. Hi Key. I think Edita and you would be like a phenomenal pair. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think that we'd be like Joey and Edita. Yeah. Yeah. What's hard is in my brain, I'm like, oh, but would I want to be with Karina? But I don't think I'd be able to bring to the table what my favorite Karina pairings did. Yeah. So I'd be like, no, I can't be with Karina. Whereas, like, I, I think I could like work. A, yeah. Like, a, you know? Yeah. Which is where, like, the tray bone, I think it would be difficult, but it would be good for me. I think yeah. uh, Edita would just be magic. And then, of course, there's Cheryl. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Talk about Marissa. <laughs> uh, so, Hairspray on Broadway star Marissa Jarrett Winoker and her partner, Tony Devalani. I really enjoyed the joke of, she won a Tony, now we are giving her a Tony. Um, it was, you know, not my cup of tea. That Tom Bergeron. Um, how old is Hairspray? Because it's not like she's the first, like, edition of Hairspray. Like, she's not the first ever Tracy Turned Lad. Well, there was the 80s movie, which was Ricky Lake. Um, but Marissa was the first Broadway Tracy. Okay, so it was the yeah, first Broadway. Yeah, That's nice you, you, can't, you can't win a Tony if you didn't open the show. Or be nominated for a Tony if you didn't open the show. Um, but like, I know revivals can be right. But there's for- there's never been a hairspray okay. revival. Um, the musical debuted in I want to say '02, and it was eligible for okay. the three Tonys. Yes, it won eight Tony Awards in two thousand three. Okay. It won. Wow, both. that makes me her even more yeah. okay so she's the og tracy turnblad yes she is okay um at the time that she was starring in it uh she was 30 years old um okay. so here on the show she was 35 uh-huh. and she definitely looks young yeah oh yeah she reads younger but it could also be because as she says she's not even five feet so yeah her energy is fantastic like she i immediately was just like i love her i'm i was immediately sold i was so curious how you were going to react to her because i like her i think it'll be easy for her to become too much but then she like talked about how much she loved the show and immediately was clearly fangirling over Stacy Keebler. And I was like, is yeah. Katie going to like this? And I figured of yes. Of course. Of course I did. Of course I did. The minute she had Stacy Keebler come out of her mouth, I was like, all right, like let's grab a glass of wine and let's just cozy up on the couch and let's just gossip all night long. Like I 100%, it's the perfect energy for me. I am so here for it. I agree. Like it, it, I can see how she can definitely become too much, but like as it, it felt so genuine. It felt like it came from such a genuine place with her that I was like, I am so here for this. 
Well, I also mean too much on the dance floor as well, because like, I can see why she would be such a good Tracy Turnblad because she was eating hams, girl. Like she was hamming it up during this cha-cha to yeah. apple bottom jeans. Um, <laughs> That's not the name of the song. Isn't it? It's low. Oh yeah, duh. Yeah. Sorry, I, w- I was just thinking in my brain, I was like, oh, I know the first line, so I'm just going to say it. I Yeah, it's love. But yes, the minute was. that the music started, I was screaming. I, like, was dying at the band singing the song. How'd you feel about this? So her energy was great, but the dance was lacking. I think... She forgot a portion in the middle, perhaps, because it looked she looked a little dead-eyed. Well, she says um, that, that she forgot part of it. Um. Yeah. She is fun. I enjoyed the cha-cha. I think the problem is, is after the first two, I was like, she's incredible. Like, let's go. But I don't know. I think I agreed with the judges where it was like, it was a bit too much hip hop and not enough cha-cha. Well, I, I agreed with the judges in a different way as well. Early on, it's like, there's a lot of good happening. There just isn't quite enough. And by the end of the dance, I was like, what did Tony ask of her to do? And maybe some of it, sure, is it's week one. We're not going to go give... A huge amount of content. Everything. Yeah. But once you figure out that she is nailing what she's doing, shouldn't we be adding more Pushing content her. into the dance? Shouldn't we be going back and doing this? Because I mean, not only was there not there not only was there too much hip hop content, but there just wasn't enough content, period. Like cha cha mm-hmm. or dancing. So I I put this one on Tony. No, it this one is a hundred percent on Tony. It's not on her because I think she she did what she was given well. I mean, obviously, like we said, she forgot a portion of it, but like I definitely I think she brings incredible energy. I think it seems like she has the drive. Like I absolutely think that he could make her into a dancer, and that's what I, I almost wrote this down. Sometimes I wonder, like, when the judges are, like, criticizing the professional and they're like, you need to give her more, like, she's capable of more. I almost wonder if, like, the, if Tony is ever thinking to himself, like, she's not. Like, I tried to push her and she's not capable of it. Mm -hmm. Not that I think that for Marissa, but, like, I just wonder if the, the professionals ever have that moment of just being, like, they can't like what you're asking of me they cannot do yeah that's a good point and like I, here i am like oh well once you figure out you can do more shouldn't you add more to the dance blah 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 that's also much easier said than done so yeah. here i am like oh that should be easy and the judges kind of saying the same thing and it's possible like you say tony's like it isn't i can do that going yeah. forward but for this one we had what we had yeah so it sees a score of 18, it gets straight sixes, and it, it it was like an exciting dance, but it was kind of a letdown. Yes. I can see why it was a big crowd pleaser. Yeah. We go from one crowd pleasing routine to another. 
Katie, I I don't even like want to introduce. I don't want to bat around the bush here. Priscilla Presley was for me probably the biggest highlight of this premiere. I loved her and her returning partner Louis Van Intensite. I was not sure how I felt about her just based off of the package because she's so like demure and she's got such a reserved energy and like they it's their first meeting she immediately kicks it off with saying don't treat me delicately and I was like well I'm a little put off by like I'm a little disarmed by that and I guess I don't know a ton about Priscilla Presley I don't know if maybe there's some like history of like she needs to be treated delicately like I don't know but I was just immediately kind of like okay I'm not like a thousand percent sure like what energy I'm getting here but like we'll roll with it and then the dance happened and like she moved incredibly she was so like sensual in her movements were you getting that because I I was like yes it's so like slinky in a Mm -hmm. foxtrot well to go back to what you said uh at the time of the show she was 63 years old which as samantha says that made her the oldest woman to do dancing with the stars at that time okay so that's kind of how i took her saying don't treat me delicately i saw that as her saying push me give me what you would give somebody younger we'll do our best but like okay um It also, I just liked the energy she brought. I don't know a lot about her either, but she talks Mm -hmm. some, like, I am, despite having been married to Elvis and being a public figure, I'm fairly private. I don't necessarily love this, like, big spotlight things. Yeah. And so, just the, like, soft-spoken way she was talking was just drawing me in. And Uh I just found her so compelling. Then she dances, and the word I used was sultry. I mean, she just made it look easy. This foxtrot to feeling good. I mean, there's one point where they do, like, this twist, and she, like, bends forward. And it was just this, like, really beautiful, sudden movement Mm -hmm. that just looked so easy from her. It was... It was great. It was... It was. It was a great routine from Louis. Like, it was just a welcome back moment for him but then Mm -hmm. just she she performed really well like it was a stunner it was a stunner yeah Mm -hmm. i would not have expected this from her like it was just Mm -hmm. a complete and utter surprise have i discovered that i have a type i guess on dancing with the stars first jane seymour now priscilla presley But not Marie Osmond. Not Marie. (laughs) Marie is not old enough. Yeah, that's the issue there. Of course. Of course I'm like a woman of a certain age. (laughs) (laughs) So Priscilla gets straight eights. Deserved. Very Mm -hmm. deserved. Yes. And it would have been the highest scoring of one of the night. Um, However... (laughs) However, Christy Yamaguchi exists in this world. (laughs) Is she one of the most beautiful women 
I yeah. mean, I just looked at her. She is gorgeous. She's beautiful. Even her package, her like opening confessional, she's wearing this like red eye makeup. Uh-huh. I was like, it's not good. And her hair wasn't great. But I was like, she still looks good despite bad hair and makeup. Like, how dare she? Um, she's just pretty. Like, she is just a pretty, but she's not like, she's not Jenny Garth kidney level donation pretty. She's like a different kind of pretty. She's like one of the most gorgeous people you've ever seen pretty. Yeah. I really do think she just, she has to be one of the most beautiful people in the world. So, Christy, come on our podcast and we will shower you. <laughs> Christy, we won't, even, we won't even talk to you. We'll just look at your face. Look at you. In this... We are going to record an hour of silence of Chris and I just staring at you. This famously audio medium. We're not going to yeah. talk. If you want to talk, you can. 60-minute silent episode. Our DMs will be flooded with, guys, guys, something happened with the audio. We can't hear the Christie interview. And we'll say, no, you did. You heard every second of it. I mean, her her package was good. Yeah. It was solid. Nothing, like, spectacular, but just good introduction. It's not very, like, normal girl next door energy. Mm-hmm. Like, very approachable energy. Yes. I like that this season just feels like it's packed with people who are just normal down-to-earth personalities. There's a couple outliers. Yeah. There will always be, yeah. But a lot of them are just like, eh, I'm just kind of here, have fun, normal person. Mm -hmm. I didn't think about the fact that Christy was a solo ice skater, and so this would be a little bit different for her because, of course, mm-hmm. when Christy Yamaguchi is on the show, for us, who was the first name that popped into your head, Katie? Meryl. Yeah. Davis. But it, it isn't an exact one-to-one because, no. again, she doesn't partner. Um, so even though, obviously, ice skating technique is different than dancing technique, um, there are similarities in certain grace of motion, but she doesn't do it with another person. I also thought it was kind of funny that Mark was like, oh, well, Apollo set the bar high for ice skaters. And I was like, Apollo's not a figure skater, so it's not at all the same. How dare you, Mark? No. Shut up about Apollo. Don't you dare bring him into this. Well, well Christy is like, oh, yeah. And like kind of treats it like, oh, yeah, that's correct. Blah, 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 blah. And if I were her, I'd be like, it's not the same. How dare it's you not slap? The same, Mark. It's not the same, Mark. I'm a tomboy, Mark. <laughs> no, that's Monica and oh, Shannon. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, I mean, it's just so good. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful. So they do a foxtrot. We have two foxtrots back to back. Yes. Um, it's it, easily the most content in a dance of the night it was a hard routine she obviously moves well they had great chemistry she was the first well no i guess 
I I felt like she just really looked like she was having a lot of fun and she looked mm-hmm. like she was really enjoying it. And so I was going to say she was the first one that looked that way, but like Marissa did too. It, it just looked like she didn't have to Different. think about it. She didn't have to think about it. It was effortless. No. She's she's gorgeous. She is just and they had such it was such a fun and like not whimsical but like a lighthearted dance. Like they just looked like they were having the time of their lives out there Mm -hmm. i mean she's just so graceful she knows how to move her body Mm -hmm. and she did i mean she just did it so well um she looks good with mark even though i mean guppy face was out in full force He, he was giving it his all and there was part of me that was like uh would christy be served better by a partner with a different energy but I think Mark, in terms of choreography, is going to be right for her. I would love a Christy Louie. <gasps> okay. Okay. <laughs> you got me, gal. Like, I don't want to, I do not want to take Louie away from Priscilla. Yeah. But imagine. Oh, so I just, I was lost in that. <laughs> I was lost in that universe for a second. Come back to us, Chris. Come back to us. I want to live in that timeline. Uh, I do too. So they see straight nines. They see in week one, they see straight nines. They get a 27 out of 30. She set an impossible bar. Yeah. Incredible. What else can be said? I mean, it's just, it's so good. She's basically delivering everything you expect of her. But you're you're still like yes, this is good. I like this. No, yeah, it's it doesn't even feel like you feel honored that you just get to like take it in. <laughs> you know. Thank you, Christy. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for letting us in. Week one, that's how I feel. So imagine how I'm gonna feel next week. You're gonna be like, all right, been there, done that. Let's move all on, right, John. We get it. <laughs> You're not God's gift to Earth. Quit acting like it. Speaking of someone who is a child of a lesser God, I don't know. It's just the movie she won an Oscar for. Let's move on to Marley Matlin. (laughs) (laughs) You said God's gift. And I was like, oh, I can tie that into Marley. And then I started and was like, nope, this is not going to (laughs) go. Not coming out the way I thought it would. I mean, it made sense to me. Uh, I, yeah, it worked. No, it totally landed. So it is it is Oscar winner and uh, deaf activist Marley Matlin and her partner Fabian... Um, I didn't write his last name down. Fabian! Fabian! I think it's Johnson, but that doesn't feel oh, right. I, th- I thought it was Sanchez. Is there a Fabian Johnson in life? Probably. <laughs> now instead of looking up... His name, Fabian Johnson, uh, is an American professional soccer player. Um, obviously, that's what I was thinking of. Fabian Sanchez. I was Whoa, correct. Fabian! There is also a football player, or excuse me, I guess a soccer player for us Americans, who is known as Fabian Sanchez. So. <laughs> 
So here we are again. Okay, so uh, Marley and Fabian dance a cha-cha to get on your feet. Uh -huh. um, Katie, as a first impression to Fabian, <laughs> how did you feel about him? I didn't love him. He's so much. He's so much. I really, it really, really, really rubbed me the wrong way. When he is like, I want to see how just how deaf Marley is. And I, on one hand, I kind of get that he's just trying to maybe understand what music she can feel the beats to and things like that. But like, I just, I don't, I didn't love it. I, did, I found it like borderline offensive. I understood what he was going for, but you're right. The way that was worded is just like... How deaf is Marley? Um, yeah, and it's like, that's... I, I don't, it's, I just, it really it didn't sit well with me. Yeah, I just, he's so big and over the top, like... Yeah. And she, she is somebody who can be very funny and goofy, mm -hmm. but she's not, like, high energy. I don't she think is but she isn't like she's witty yes energy but not like a like it's, a marissa where yes. it's just like she's on 10 and fabian is more like marissa now i'm not saying fabian should have been partnered yeah. with marissa because that would have been no a disaster but to give somebody mm, okay i don't mean this to sound the way it's about to say Marley is kind of like a quiet energy. Mm -hmm. And it, it, like to give her a pro that is so over the top threatens to like overshadow her. So I wish Absolutely. that he wasn't the pro for her. Absolutely. I completely agree with all of that. Like there was part of me that wished she had Tony. Yes. Or even Derek. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I was thinking, like, I would give... Now that you say that, because I was thinking, like, okay, I could see Monica getting Fabian. But now I'm like, oh, give Shannon Fabian. And I guess give Derek Marley. Yeah. And there you go. I think that solves a lot of your issues. Yes. Why were we not producers on this show? Yeah. Um, the dance was solid. The routine was boring. Yes. She was not. She was good. She was fun. She brought good energy. It just felt like they, like, paraded and walked around the floor a lot. Like she had good hips when they oh, were. I mm, I needed more hips. I needed a lot more hips. Well, I guess what she did of her hips was good, but I could agree with that. That I needed more of it. I thought her hips were fine. That was my kind of complaint. That I just needed bigger. They just needed more content. They're just. It was just. There wasn't a lot of punch to it. But I mean, it was a solid first routine. Yeah. 
This dance uh, was the only one in which the judges did not give out straight scores. Uh, Carrie Ann and Len gave it sevens, and it was an eight from Bruno. I was almost surprised at the scoring because the judges were very complimentary. And it just, I I guess sevens are still good, but I was just kind of surprised based on like the ranting and the love that they were throwing that then I was like, seven, seven. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. Um, but I also think, of course, with contestants like this, like Heather Mills, um, Marley, like contestants where they really highlight here is their story of how they're not somebody you'd normally think could dance. Um, the yeah. judges are like primed to, they're going to give critiques that are like, oh, wow, this was incredible. I can't believe you did it. And then the scores will be whatever they feel they deserve. But but the first critiques will be like the most incredible thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Four. Oh my god, I can't believe you can actually do that. Three. <laughs> and that is week one of Dancing with the Stars season six. We're done, ladies and gentlemen. We saw the men. We saw the women. The women, I think, were ever so slightly better than the men. A little well, bit more entertaining. For me, the men had two to three, like, bad performances yeah the women had one and like a couple like oh they were fine but like i think as a as a whole the women were better i'll i'll be curious for next week to watch them all like mush together because like i would say i probably walked away from both nights a little underwhelmed and a little um not like disappointed in the routines, but like somewhat disappointed in the routines. So I'm excited to just see them all together. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that the cast will click a little bit more for me. Yeah. Of the women, Katie, who, because uh, when they do this double elimination, it's not just going to be the two lowest scores uh, of combined judges scores and viewer vote. Uh, the man and the woman who have the lowest combined totals will be eliminated. Mm -hmm. So it is possible that like two men should go home or two women, but they will eliminate one of each. From the yeah. women, who are you going to give your golden boot to? Christy Yamaguchi. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think I'll give my golden boot, unfortunately, unfortunately to Monica. Mm -hmm. I agree. I I would like to see her get the opportunity to improve and get better. Like personally, I'd rather get rid of two men. Uh, because yes, I one hundred percent. But if a woman is going to go, I mean, it should be it should be Monica. Yeah. Who are you going to give your jaunty Seven to? Your highest award of the night. I think I'm going to give it to Christy. I instinctively know that it should go to Christy, but oh, I was gonna... I was more surprised and more because of the surprise factor because I just truly did yeah. not remember her and I was like, wow, this is real good. It's going to Priscilla. Yeah. 
Is she our new Lisa Rinna? Maybe. A woman of a certain age. <laughs> a dark horse. The world will have to see. We'll just have to discover on the journey. If you want to comment on our journey as we go along, you can, of course, reach out to us on the social medias. Uh, we can be found on Instagram at jmp.pod. Uh, you yep. can find us on Twitter at jmppod and on Facebook at Just Meaningful Plastic. If you enjoyed what you heard tonight or today or whatever time you were doing this, listening to this, you can like us on um, any podcatcher, any streaming service on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. There we go. Those are the words I was trying to find earlier. You can give us a five-star review, subscribe. You can be notified when we drop new episodes every week tell your friends about us just like share us with the world i didn't intend to reverse who was saying what i just started to transition and was like oh i'm gonna do social media and i was like i don't do this no i feel very um i hated it see i'm okay with switching who does what we just are so in a pattern speaking of patterns are we ever gonna make a new ad (laughs) who knows time will tell um Okay, well, Katie, I love you and I like you. Chris, I hear you and I see you. And please stay tuned for the premiere of the brand new Judy Greer sitcom, Misguided, coming up next. She had a sitcom? It lasted seven episodes. Oh, Judy. <laughs>